You're listening to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. The immigration debate rages on in Washington as everyone from the president to many of his cabinet secretaries keep talking about the things that they want to change about who gets to come here, when, and how. Meanwhile, real solutions to our broken immigration system continue to be ignored. They are ignored in Congress uh, and they are ignored in the White House. That all has ripple effects right here in southeast Michigan. And joining us now to talk more about what is going on here in southeast Michigan with immigration is Kevin Piku. He is the executive director and principal attorney at Southwest Detroit Immigrant and Refugee Center. Kevin, welcome to Detroit Today. Good morning, Stephen. Yeah. So talk about the work that your organization does. Sure. We are uh, the largest provider of low-cost and free legal services to immigrants and refugees in Southeast Michigan. Uh, We have three legal clinics where we see between 30 and 50 people every week, uh, two in Detroit and one in Pontiac. And folks come needing assistance, uh, needing legal advice, and we're there to provide it. Uh, and so how have things changed recently? Uh, you're seeing things develop here that you haven't before, and sure. it's attributable to not just the rhetoric that's coming out of the White House or out of Congress. It's some of the policy changes, too. Sure. Well, again, uh, a number of our clients are now from Central America. Uh, they started, maybe they were incarcerated at the border, and then they get moved. Maybe they have family connections here in Detroit, so they end up here. So we see a much larger percentage of the people that we work with from El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras than we did in previous years. So that's definitely resulting from the policy change. Yeah. And and are you seeing – talk about what's going on. Uh, in immigration courts here in in Southeast Michigan, there's there's a lot more activity than there was before. Oh yeah, I mean we have a, a really good set of judges here in Detroit. We have four judges, but again, our court is filled with cases. Uh, we have over five thousand open cases right now, far more than our judges. They do a great job, but again, and they take their time. These cases are complicated and sometimes long, and we just see that the the weight. Uh, for the cases to actually go to trial keeps keeps lengthening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are you seeing issues of the family separation stories that we see coming out of some other places and, of course, coming out of this policy? Sure. That is not new, we should make right. a note, uh, under the Trump administration, but has gotten heightened attention and I think uh, has become sort of the tip of the spear that this administration is using to make its point about immigration. Oh, absolutely. Uh, We actually just got a referral, uh, a young man who is incarcerated in Monroe County. Uh, There are four jails in Michigan where many of those uh, awaiting immigration hearings stay. One is in Monroe. Uh, He's 22 years old. He came with his entire family from Honduras. Uh, The parents... And the minor children were released in Texas, but because even though he is part of that family unit, because he was an adult, a young adult, his case was considered separately. So he ended up in Michigan in jail while the rest of the family is awaiting hearing they're actually out of jail Mm. in Texas. So we're trying to get him out of jail. To, so that he can go back and join his family in Texas. Yeah, and and these separation issues. I mean, how uh, 
you're seeing this up close in a way that I'm not, sure. in a way that the listeners are not. Talk about how wrenching and awful that all is for these families. Well, of course it is. I mean, again, people are coming to the United States with the hope of a better life, and they end up being separated from the people who they love the most. Yeah. The very people who they are trying to give a better life to, they are now separated from them. And that is just, you know, I'm a parent, and the idea of being separated from kids is just a, a, a wrenching situation for anyone. Yeah, yeah. And it happens. And, uh, you know, uh, some of the minors ended up in, in facilities Many of them really good facilities, but again, separated from their parents. Mm. By and large, I've now seen situations where um, children have been reunited, but it's creating a different set of problems because now you may have a uh, a parent, mother and father, who maybe have been living here for years undocumented, and then their children followed up because maybe they were being recruited for a gang. They came up here. Now, all of a sudden, they've put their parents who've been living quietly here course, without papers. Now, they are becoming targets in some cases, and cases are being opened against the parents after they've been reunited with their children. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, my guest is Kevin Piku. He is the executive director and principal attorney at Southwest Detroit Immigrant and Refugee Center. We're talking about what's going on locally with immigration and the changes to immigration under the Trump administration. If you want to join the conversation, give us a call. 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. Let's go to Charlie in Detroit. Charlie, what's on your mind? Charlie, are you there? Are you there? Um, go ahead, Charlie. Yeah, yeah I'm here. Go okay. ahead. Yeah, um, as an employer in Southwest Detroit. Yep. Oh, sorry. Hi, as hey. an employer in Southwest Detroit, um, I wanted to know if I could offer some of these. Yep, I think we lost Charlie. <laughs> sure. He was having a little phone trouble there. It says on the notes here, he's wondering if it would help to offer jobs and training within uh, the community in Southwest. I also want to caution before we talk about that, people tend to think of Southwest as uh, sort of special when it comes to immigration, and there are certainly a lot of people who come to our country and locate there, but this is a this is a community wide issue. There are lots of places that are that are affected by this. But right. but I'm glad that uh, Charlie called and asked that question. It, it's one of those questions that I think a lot of people have. What can we do? Well, it's it is a dilemma as far as jobs because uh, a person who is here without a visa doesn't have permission to work. So unless you want to break the law, uh, you can't just go out and employ a person who is here without without mm-hmm. papers. Mm-hmm. However. Once a person applies for asylum, uh, within 150 days, they can actually apply for a work permit. So after folks have been here and their claims have started, many of them do have permission to work. And so uh, I am not aware of any kind of a, a, a job bureau or uh, where some of these folks are looking. But again, many of the folks have opportunities to work and, and want to work. Because uh, again, it's not like there's assistance available if you're here without documentation. You can't qualify for public housing. Right. How do you live? And that's a question. It's a difficult question that I have to face with many of my clients uh, because, again, they're here without resources. And while their, court, while their cases are in proceeding, it's not like they can tap into public benefits. Okay. Kevin Piku, executive director and principal attorney at the Southwest Detroit Immigrant and Refugee Center. Thanks very much for being here with us on Detroit Today. Thank you. 
All right. The Queen of Soul is a Pulitzer Prize winner. And up next, we're going to talk with Detroit music journalist Gary Graff about the Pulitzer Committee's decision to posthumously honor Aretha Franklin. Stay tuned.